Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Excuse me, Mrs. Brinks? Yes, Nanette? Are you waiting to receive my limp podcast? Well, the other, the other thing that's making news is uh, Italy has gone absolute ape shit on their coronavirus um, protection, uh, not fucking protection, uh, prevention methods. They have shut down all schools and universities mm-hmm. and have banned people from attending public sporting games. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's understandable because if you've got an outbreak, the last thing you want is a fucking massive gathering of people, which will turn into a... It will lead into a news story for tonight. Mm. But before then, I'll do the introductions. Hello, everybody, and welcome to SV Cheats 1. We are, in turn, a gaming podcast about gaming and game-related symptoms. I am your host, Chris, and with me I have... Me, Alex. And with us, we have... Jaden is here, too. You never... Three of us awkward fucks. I going to talk about games. Talk about games. I've, I don't think I've heard you being enthusiastic in, in a long time. What happened to oh, the enthusiastic? Yeah, let's go. This is my enthusiastic. <laughs> yes, it is. Enthusiastic <laughs> of the other one. This I'm, is my enthusiastic voice. Can you not hear in the tone of my voice how hyped I am for the coronavirus? A little bit. Definitely a little bit. It's you need obvious, more coffee, It's though. obviously like nature with a speed buff just taking back what's hers mother nature taking back what's hers that's a grim way of thinking about it yep <laughs> anyway we run a uh, YouTube channel called Oz Plays uh, on obviously on the YouTube you can go check us out at AUS space P-L-A-Y-S on the YouTube we got lovely content out for you and yeah so usually we start off talking about our weeks, but I want to talk about one thing and one thing very quickly. Mm-hmm. And that is the fact mm-hmm. that Ray is a product of incest in the Star Wars history. There all right, I'm go. out. See you guys. We'll go back. <laughs> I can't believe... All right. So no, I've I, never I've seen... Actually, I'm actually leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so while he's gone, let's talk mad shit about him. What what I can't he oh she's back um, so um so yeah in in a Star Wars they've had a novelization of what's her name the uh, they did a novelization of Star Wars coming out in uh, Rise of Skywalker novelization now yes that's a that is certainly a way to fix the large amount of plot holes your series has. But it's also a bad way of fixing the plot hole your series has because as me and Jaden and I'm pretty sure Alex would agree, if it's not in the movie, it doesn't exist. Pretty much. Like, you have caught my attention for, you know, anywhere between one to three hours and now you're it's telling me... You caught your attention. They're holding it hostage. You paid for that. It's yeah, I did. less that it doesn't exist and more look I, I can accept like the other books and stuff they can be canon as well however however the movies need to stand on their own right like yeah. important plot, plot details can't be put into other pieces of media 
Yeah, because you are given an incomplete picture to begin with. If you can tell a coherent story in the length of the movie, then then I did, then like you deserve for me to look at your other aspects of the Star Wars universe. Like if I gain interest in the movie because of obviously the movie being a concise story, then there you go. I can look at the other stuff. But if you're giving me a half baked, half told story and then going, but the rest of the information is DLC, then fuck yourself. Honestly, it's like, I, I don't want to have to go out my way just to get the concise and coherent story when you should have given it to me in in the viewing like maybe a second viewing would help but to like pick up stuff you missed but when the stuff is not there to begin with then no but uh, the novelization of the rise of skywalker which is meant to fix all the plot holes has come out and said that ray's father was a failed clone of palpatine now spoiler alert but Rey is the granddaughter of Emperor Palpatine. So it means, so in the story, uh, Rey's mother is actually the daughter of Palpatine himself. So when this novel comes out saying, hey, look, Rey's mother is the daughter of Palpatine and Rey's father is a failed clone of Palpatine. Wait, no, hang on. Hmm. Yeah, I just, you, can, you can see where the issue is. So, okay, so how old is Ray in relation to Kylo? Ah, oh, fuck. I, well, I will do a fucking quick Google, which I feel is more than that series to the same age? Hold up. We so, got a problem. Kylo Ren. Uh, let's have a look at his Wikipedia page. Uh, it doesn't even have a fucking you know what this is fucking let's just skip the middleman Kylo Ren age I look Kylo, up Ray's Kylo Ren is 29 and Ray, Ray is, is 19. 19 that's that's even worse alright oh, so explain it's, yourself it's okay explain yourself alright so according to those ages that means Palpatine would have to already have cloned himself before the um before return of the jedi and that clone had to have failed before return of the jedi and then also after the events of return of the jedi immediately or almost immediately get with whoever ray get with whoever ray's mother was which means in that timeline there palpatine as old as he is Fucked. No, somewhat. No, no, no. no it, because you were explaining this. More of a psychic soul. Yeah, no, yeah. Thing. Like you were, you were explaining this before. Like the Sith can just give life. So that's not how I, the Sith work. Well, you, you said something about like the Sith are able to produce life, like without fucking. So no, this is what you the, told me. Yeah, you were making it's, an argument along these lines, Alex. No, the Sith are able to maintain. The Sith are able to take life. They can take and absorb life into themselves. Why that's, would that's you tell me about do. them making life then? Because it says you the you Sith made can't this argument. Yeah, well, this is what you told me. I don't know. I, if, I don't know. Fuck all other than 
like I know a little bit about the series and what we've done with our playthroughs on our channel. It's, if you can, if you can remember the exact argument, I will be I, able to. I will not be able to remember the exact argument because this was a while ago. <laughs> this was a while ago, but yeah, like, but the, the Sith cannot give life. I'll, I feel like a Google search is in order, but I will leave that to later. Yeah. But this is, like I said, like essentially. Ray's mother is fucking her dad. Yeah. And in the form of like incest, Ray's a product of incest. Yeah. So I I I don't Ray's, understand. Ray's father is a failed Palpatine clone. Ray's mother is the daughter of Palpatine. Ray's mother fucked her dad. Now you can say Ray. now let's let's break this down a little bit. Let's go He's a failed clone. He's not He's not Palpatine, which is true. But he is a clone in the sense of Palpatine sharing the he same DNA. The genetic, yeah, the genetic makeup of Palpatine's, of Rey's father, yes. is identical to her grandfather. Now, while Japan doesn't see a big problem with this, I do, in the sense of, like, Rey, like, these people, like, they've shown a little bit of incest before. With like Luke and uh, his sister getting a bit mushy <laughs> on fair, each other. That was an that was an accident. <laughs> yeah, that was an accident. They there was no prior knowledge of them being uh, being siblings. Yeah, but like at the same time, but does the father know he's a failed clone? He absolutely knows he's a failed he's clone, and I'm pretty sure Palpatine's daughter knows what her dad looks like. Yeah, but no, he doesn't no, look I'm, like his dad. I'm pretty sure they don't. That, that's the. I, I or, or she just got a really care. bad case of the Oedipus complex. So wait, who's Ray's mother's mother? Palpatine had to fuck oh, someone. Shit. Yeah, who's Ray's mother's mother? Palpatine had to have injected his seed. He must must have had, had to birth his seed to some woman in some way, shape, or form that could or could not be sex, mind you. Mm -hmm. But he would have to have given someone his seed from his loincloth in order to birth Ray's mother because that's how Ray is so powerful in the series because she's a Palpatine she is a direct like a descendant of Palpatine and not too far from a direct descendant either descendant as not ascendant um, she's, so, a, she's a double descendant well like, like like a direct descendant descendant would be the mother so she's yeah. she's not far off that she is the daughter of the direct descendant. So she's the, no, but also the clone. But it doesn't matter if the clone failed because the genetic makeup is still the same. So it's she's still the same. Yes, she's, she's double direct. Someone's <laughs> she's double is this, is this all just a ploy of fucking Emperor Palpatine wanting to fuck his daughter? Yes. It's like, man, my daughter is some hot stuff. I can't fuck her in the condition I am, so I will fuck her using my genetic makeup and someone else to clone me to be the person to fuck her. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, Star Wars? What, what has happened to you guys? Come on. For me, Star Wars is the original six movies, The Clone Wars, and... Um, Knights of the Old Republic. I was about to say, like, Knights of the Old Republic is the only Star thing Wars I've... The Force Unleashed 1 and 2. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I will accept that. Mm. So long as it remains self-contained within its own well, reality. Yeah, what and, what um, aspect of Star Wars Fallen Order would you disagree with? That We've played it. It's it's fully done on our channel. So 
what aspect of that game would you say you disagree with being in the main helicopter lightsabers but they weren't used as helicopter lightsabers mind <laughs> you because <laughs> even they knew how stupid that shit was hey i'm pretty sure Yo, they, they weren't used as helicopters they had the lightsabers that are used as helicopter, as helicopter lightsabers, lightsabers but they didn't but use they didn't them use them as helicopter, as helicopter lightsabers. lightsabers yeah whereas uh, they the did rotate Rebel, them though the yeah was it in the rebel wars i think you're talking about not yeah, the Star Wars, Wars Rebels. Star Wars Rebels. They yeah. 100% used them as lightsabers. Like, I showed Alex the clip, and they were flying. Like, as if the, the lightsabers themselves were propelling them off the ground. Now, I don't, need, I don't need to explain to you why this is a fucking, a, a fucking travesty, a failure. In Cosma a, cannot generate lift. Yeah. Because it's light. It's, a, it's just light. Yeah, it's, 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 a it's a beam of energy. Yeah, but also, it, what it, what what makes the fucking lightsaber stop at a certain size? Uh, mag magnets. We went over this in our Star Wars: The Force Unleashed playthrough, which you probably should go check out on our channel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but, there are magnets yeah. inside the lightsaber that uh, adjust the size. Yeah, of it. but from the wise and humble <laughs> words of insane clown posse, how magnets? How do they work? How do magnets uh, work? In they just do. They <laughs> just do. Magnets fucking miracle i tell you that much well you know what let's answer that question now with a little bit of google how do magnets work well magnet while he's fields. googling how magnets work magnets are objects that produce magnetic See, fields and attract metal my my favorite <laughs> little bit that i heard about star wars was a bit of mandalorian war which i haven't looked up so i don't know if it's actually true or not but Does, i like the story uh, yeah. anyway so mm -hmm. The idea was basically that the Mandalorians found out that the Jedi's aren't threatened by blaster fire because they're lasers. So they just dealt with it by going back to using actual physical firearms. Because if you just try and deflect a bullet, you now have chunks of bullet flying at you. That is true. They cause a shrapnel. But uh, I can't remember. I think uh, Clone... Not Clone Wars. Fucking uh, Knights of the Old Republic 1 they uh, is that before or after the mandalorian war i have no uh, idea that is after knights of the old republic one is after the mandalorian war cool but yeah. on another so, note how was your week yeah. jane um anything special with you no <laughs> Nah, nah. I, I anything, anything really worth, say worth talking about? Past that. Like, I've been playing a bit of Monster Hunter. I've been playing a bit of Skyrim. I've stopped modding Skyrim because I've got a stable load order now. I mean, I also hit the plug-in cap. That's another reason why I stopped. Mm. Um, yeah, because the game won't run if I install more. Too easy. So that's your week? Yeah, pretty much. I've been doing pretty much fuck all. Alright, Alex, how about your week? Uh, Halo, uh, Combat Evolved, Anniversary, came out on PC. Yes, it did. That, That's that, my that week. Was, that was the most, like, honestly, it's a good fucking marketing thing in in the same sense. But all I heard was, hey, look, articles, as far as the eye can see, hey, Halo's, uh, Halo 1 Anniversary uh, release date might be announced soon. And then two days later it's here i woke up yeah. to i woke up to your messages in discord saying hey look halo one's out fucking get on it I'm like, well, fuck yeah. it. better get on it I, I told you three days beforehand 
it's it's coming soon yeah that's what everyone yeah, was it'll saying it'll be here soon and i'm just, and i'm just like nice nah, it, it can't be here that soon and it's fucking here sooner than we ever anticipated because they were talking said, like because they had next, like next week or the week after that's that's when i predicted next week or the week after not not the next three days and it was because next three days because yeah it's like they had a uh a beta test or something a it's either a beta or a network test or something like that and it's like that's the only thing we heard about it and that happened i think early this year and then that's it like nothing else and i'm like okay cool and then it's just fucking dropped you're like fuck mm-hmm. yeah let's get on it and yeah, it's it's one of those things that it just disappears and you're like uh all right, cool. Well, we, we heard about it and then it disappeared. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, yeah. it's coming out next week. What? Because, yeah, we were, what? We, me and Alex were discussing it. It's like Halo Reach's multiplayer has just fucking died. Like, it was down to, like, literal, like, one and a half thousand people playing Halo Reach. And that's not even, like, playing multiplayer. That's just playing Halo Reach in general. That could be campaign, multiplayer, custom games, that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. And then if we go ahead, I'm going to check now. So you're going to get a live feed update on this current players in game 15,000 yeah just fucking and it was like up to 19,000 yesterday yeah I like, think it actually hit 21,000 yesterday uh, so what was the Halo MCC Forge PC because that's one thing I'm really looking forward to is the uh, Forge release yeah and uh, but uh, I do know they have a Forge um, like a Halo Reach, like a Halo Forge thing in the Microsoft Store, but it's not Halo Master Chief Collection Forge. It's a completely separate standalone Forge. Oh, it's a standalone Forge, so you can't use it with the Master Chief Collection. Right? Can't use it with Master Chief Collection. It's literally for like uh, just some extra shit. It's I believe it's in the Microsoft Store, I, and it was like fucking huge amount, like huge space. I tried downloading it. Uh, it's, I'll have a look at that. But yeah, like Halo Master Chief Collection just fucking dropped out of fucking nowhere. And I'm like, I'm going to get on that. So yes. So Halo mm-hmm. Master Chief Collection, what else? Um, That's that's pretty much it. Just that's been occupying my entire time. Just playing through the Master Chief Collection. Like I've been doing, you know, my usual gacha shit. I've been pretty hard into World of Tanks at the moment. But like, I fucking... I doubt you're interested in listening to what I've been doing in World of Tanks. Well, World of Tanks, like, you definitely talk about it. Uh, well, <laughs> it's it's pre- it's pretty new to me. I haven't really been that heavily invested into it. So I've recently got into it. I just hit, like, I think tier 6 is the highest vehicle. Like So there's tiers 1 to 10. Mm. And, like, tier... Like, obviously, like, tier 1 is, like, your baby tier. So everyone starts off with tier 1 tanks. And then as it goes, as you go on, you get bigger, more, you know, uh, uh, powerful tanks with, like, the focus, like, a lot more into specializations. Mm. Yeah, so there's there's that. Um, and, yeah, so, like, you know, I've I've been going down that tree there. I've been focusing a lot on the German tanks because I want to complete the, uh, the German uh, medium and tank destroyer trees as well as the German heavy tank tree. And I've also been focusing on the American tank destroyers because there's a there's a tank called the uh, the T95, and I'll I'll find you a picture of it because it looks it looks real nice. It looks it looks really nice, a little dandy. Yeah, I don't know. Neither of those games ever 
interested, interested me. Like Halo, I'm somewhat interested in Halo for story purposes, but the but I've never played it. I never really had an Xbox, and um, you know, I I never had that experience with it. So while I'm interested in playing through the campaign, I'm really not that interested in playing. You know, multiplayer. I don't yeah, really makes care sense. about. I don't really care about first-person shooter multiplayer anymore, anyway. So, um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's kind of like I'll probably <clears throat> pick it up at some point, but you know, I might pick up the March Chief Collection when it's on sale in a year or two. Yeah, the uh, American T ninety-five in the founders chat. That's the that's the oh, American T ninety-five tank buster, the tortoise. Yeah. Hmm. As we saw yeah, that's, in that's a, Girls uh, that's a tank on Yeah. Yeah, so that's... Uh, yep. So uh, technically, like, it's actually the okay. T-28 Super Heavy. That's that's its actual name, but in World of Tanks, it's the T-95. Yeah. So that's, that's the one I'm working to with the Americans. I like World of Tanks because it's like... It's, it's sort of like a cross between like the tactical strategy element of like making play like uh like league of legends so you know like with the like positioning and that sort of aspect of league of legends it's it takes that and then it adds it to um like the third person tactical shooter sort of genre and it meshes them together into tank-based warfare so the, it's it's really it's really kind of selling me on that. The little bit of gameplay I've seen, it kind of looks like it'd play, you know, kind of like a third-person vehicle shooter, like you'd expect, but kind of slower and more strategically, kind of strategically clunkier, if you get what I mean. Kind of in the same way that controlling units in Total War games is a lot more difficult than controlling them in other RTSs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely get what you mean by that. Yeah. And that mainly just comes down to, like, the type of tank you're using. Like, you're, you're definitely going to feel like the tank is very, like, slow, clunky, and heavy if you're using a, like, a slow, clunky, and heavy tank. So if you're using a heavy tank, you are going to feel that way. Or if you're using, like, an artillery tank, you are going to feel that way. But if you're using like a light or a medium tank, just cutting through, you're just going to be fucking blazing through the battlefield <laughs> like it's nobody's business. Which I'm guessing is also makes it even is even more noticeable because everyone else is so fucking slow. Yeah, because like you, by the time like a light tank gets to the center of the battlefield, like the heavy tanks will just be leaving spawn. But at the same time, like that, you as a light tank, you're gonna die. If someone <laughs> yeah. so much as fucking sees you and uh, the heavy tanks uh, are just going to shrug off everything. Well, I will see you next round. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like, And there's sort of like, that's that's kind of like what you come to accept. It's like, oh, I'm playing a light tank. YOLO. YOLOing? They actually, they, well, that's, that's actually what the community calls it. You know, I can't YOLO in, anymore. YOLOing My days into of the enemy. Up is not a sound strategy they died they died with me when i fucking technically died yep. years ago Too old. 
No. There's <laughs> meta legally you dead is like hey look no his heart hasn't restarted mine's like yeah you technically died your heart stopped and we got it back mm-hmm. flatlined yeah, as some would say right on the fucking alive. table yeah. not on the table just in the bed <laughs> mm-hmm. oh no oh no 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 oh, okay we got him back we got him back oh no <laughs> but yeah so that's your week sweet so my week uh not busy definitely not busy my week uh mostly my week involved uh dabbing a little bit back into the like full-on dabbing a little bit back into halo master chief because of halo one coming out and that's and that's essentially that uh basically all my time is gone into final fantasy 13 right now and oh do i have things to say so Final Fantasy 13 is not a bad game per se. It is just baby's first JRPG kind of game. Like, yeah, well, like I'm like, uh, like I I love Final really Fantasy. Getting into like Final, Final Fantasy is a great game. Seven. I have all the games except 11 uh, on Steam, and as that like my favorite one is still 10, uh, followed by eight, followed by seven, and I'm playing through i'm kind of doing like a something old something new things like when i beat an old final fantasy i'll do a new final fantasy when i beat a new final fantasy i'll go back to an old one so you get like because final fantasy is a series that likes to reinvent reinvent itself and that couldn't be any more obvious than from what final fantasy 13 has done final fantasy 13 has super streamlined the final fantasy formula and I'm talking really super streamed it. So instead of controlling a full party, you are controlling only one person. And that person is the bread and butter of the group. Uh, if that person dies, game over. That's that's one thing I hate. So I can't control any other party members. I just tell them how to act. And that's why we have the paradigm system. So Final Fantasy thirteen. I'll explain quickly with what Final Fantasy from 7 to 9 is. Final Fantasy 7 to 9 uses an active time battle system, which means a bar fills up. When that bar is filled up, you can then either use an item, uh, do an attack, or use magic. Now, each character has their own ACB gauges, all that kind of fill at different speeds depending on their stats. And that's how you fight. So it's an active battle whereas Final Fantasy X uses turn-based, which is everyone goes through their turn. Like, you don't have to wait a bar filled up, you just have to wait for your turn to then act. Yeah, yeah, so it's your turn. So you, you don't have things like... Yes. Because in... Is it the, the active, active time battle, battle system that everyone's got their bar and they act when it fills up? Yeah. Because that, that feels weird to me because... I mean, I get it, but it's just different people having different speeds on different moves. I get it, and it, it's situations, some really yeah. cool um, tactical. I can understand that. Things, That's why, but it also just feels weird for me to play. And like, I I have played it. Like the one JRP. Oh, I haven't finished it, but one of the JRPGs, mm-hmm. the only one I actually grew up with, was Grandia on Battle the PS2. System, yeah. 
Um, and that is an active time system. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoy that. it. Like, uh, I don't same thing with me. With Final Fantasy X was my favorite. Uh, no. In all honesty, Final Fantasy Thirteen was my first Final Fantasy game. But I never beat. I I got it when I got a Xbox Three Sixty. This is what Xbox Three Sixty is like. Like probably like a year or so just after it came out, and Final Fantasy Thirteen looks appealing, so I played it. Um, I got up to a certain point in which I couldn't beat it because I was not used to the JRPG or the the system they used. I'm more of a first person shooter at the time, and that's when I stopped. This is when I wasn't a big fan of JRPGs or RPGs in general. And now that I am a huge fan of JRPGs and RPGs, uh, playing through this game, like I can see where I failed when I was younger because I didn't understand its mechanics. It, was, it felt like a button masher or I was treating it like a button masher. I wasn't using any form of tactics or anything like that. That's why I failed. Now that I'm using tactics, I feel the game is very brain dead in a sense of like, it's not it's not entirely brain dead tactics are used in this game which some parts of the battle are quite entertaining and also require some tactical thinking which i'll explain in a bit but as i said like final fantasy 7 to 9 uses an atb gauge which fills up uh 10 uses a turn-based system uh, 11 to 12 have a more atb but it's a mmo style fighting system 13 uses an active time battle gauge but it uses it weirdly so you have an atb gauge except when the gauge fills up you don't get a you don't get to use a ability you can use multiple abilities that so for example when you start off you have an atb gauge with three segments each segment you can use an ability like attack um uh you know you can use a certain ability except like using an item takes up the full atb gauge no it doesn't that's why using an item doesn't take up atb you can use an item whenever you want in the fight and that so for example if you use a potion to heal yourself up you can use that anytime it doesn't take a turn but the item heal like if you want to use a potion yourself it heals the entire party so it negates having to worry about individual items for individual aspects of the game. Okay. One item just fixes all. Unless it's... Yeah, and it heals... Ah, it... Uh, it's just so like, oh, one of my people is low, yeah, I'll use a potion. Because... Not. Someone's low, I'll wait for someone's yeah. turn and so use their So in Final turn Fantasy Thirteen, you can only cap. control no, the party leader. Someone's low, click the potion button. And you can... You can somewhat dictate the action. And so they have a paradigm system in which you have up. things like a commando, which uses mainly physical attacks, ravenger, which uses mainly uh, magic attacks, a medic, which is self-explanatory, and anything's got like saboteur and uh, there's another one, uh, saboteur and sentinel. Sentinel is more of like a tank ability where. Or a tank paradigm where you're focused around drawing aggro and tanking a lot of damage as well as like saboteur is for uh debuffing enemies and then you got one that buffs allies etc etc so that's how you choose how your ai players interact so for example uh for a three-man group uh my main character will be using commando 
I'll have a Ravenger and then I'll have a Sentinel. So Sentinel will take all the aggro from the enemies, Ravenger will attack enemies using magic and I'll be attacking the enemies using physical damage. Now here's where they have an interesting aspect. They have The enemies have a stagger bar, which is the more you hit an enemy, the more the bar fills up. When, the bar, when their bar fills up, then they become staggered, which means they take enhanced damage and also can be interrupted during their abilities. Now... Mm-hmm. Uh... Oh right, so when you're when the yes, their and, gauge you, and you can up, sort of interrupt them, ability, but it takes X time for the ability to go. But you off. also have to time so your ability. So once you use all you your abilities, your ATB, your ATB you. gauge fills up, and your allies' ATB gauges fill up, and they do their own thing. But you can't see that. You can't see your allies' ATB gauges. They just sort of act, and you kind of have to guess when they're going to do their thing, and then plan your attacks around that. So, uh, what they did with the ATB gauge is. Or not the yeah. parrot the stagger gauge is magic attacks greatly increase the rate this stagger thing goes up, but the issue with the enemy stagger gauge stagger gauge is while you're not attacking them the gauge goes down. So what you need to constantly be on the offense, but yeah, so, so it's kind of like think of health bars with like thing. green life and gray life, so. Let's say I got an enemy up to 50% stagger rate and the bar's 50% full. So as the bar decreases, it decreases, uh, the, the portion that has decreased will be gray life. But when you hit them again, the stagger will start at where the gray life started. So if I've got them at 50% and then the stagger decreases to 25%, if I hit them again, the stagger will increase from the 50% point. So it's constantly going down, but it never, unless the stagger bar fills completely, you can always pick up where you left off. You uh, can continue right, so getting that stagger gauge up. unless it itself all the way so, to the bottom, then you can continue. Right, so yes. it's effectively it, it's not exactly. that it's always draining so down. Ravengers build a timer up to continue the stagger bar combo, quickly, so to speak. But the rate of the 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 rate of the decreasing stagger is incredibly quick. So you can get the bar really high, but it also empties out really fucking quick. So what you need to do is you need to use physical abilities to not only increase and keep the stagger bar up, but it also using physical abilities decreases the drain rate. So if you have someone... Right, so you yeah. use like a, a one that once fills the stagger gauge first. Um, stagger rate, yes. To increase it so higher, yeah, like use a physical will, attack to Like if I use the, a Ravager's um, magic abilities, it will fill the stagger rate really quickly, but it also start decreasing really quickly. So if I get some physical hits, so if I tell a team member to be a Ravager and me as a commando, which is a physical attacking uh, paradigm, uh, the Ravager will build up the meter really quickly and me punching them will make the decrease rate a lot slower. So that's the kind of tactic you have to sort of deal with, as well as you also need to worry about what other enemies are doing because like multiple times you fight multiple en- enemies and shit like that. So that's kind of like the battle system. The battle system is very, 
I, I notice when I'm playing Final Fantasy 13, I'm I'm like constantly just going like hitting the X button, even though nothing's happening. Like me hitting the X button does nothing. I feel like I can't stop spamming it because that's the rhythm I get myself into. Yeah, because you have an auto battle tab and then the abilities tab. <laughs> abilities a tab is basically you have a list of abilities you can use and you can put these abilities into your ATB gauge. Auto battle just goes, we're going to use the most effective uh, ability setup and use that instead. So instead of you planning, having to plan out the abilities, you can just go order battle and the and the AI will go, okay, so right now this, this, and this is your meta. Like this is the most effective tactic available. And you just and I just keep spamming that when it gets to a certain point. Like obviously I have to paradigm shift to, you know, get heals off to buff um, allies and enemies and stuff. But when it gets down to it, like when we get down to like brass tacks of it, it's just hit auto auto attack just use the auto command and that's why i i i don't like the battle system like i do like how it handles some aspects i just don't like how it handles it overall because as i said it just feels like i'm just hitting auto attack every time auto auto abilities auto abilities auto abilities and as i said it's baby's first jrpg where hey if you're interested in it but don't want to have to go through because some some like Final Fantasy games or ATB or turn-based games, they it is very intimidating to get into. Like I have I have a friend who straight up bounced off the Final Fantasy series so hard, not giving it another shot because he started with Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, he starts yeah. with well, one. Like and he eight, starts with one. Eight is the he most. Bounces off and he's like, no, I don't like Final Fantasy. Yeah, the, it keeps even though like like you're saying, reinventing itself and how it does really things. Different. So, so like, Final Fantasy X is completely different to how Final Fantasy Fifteen plays, and that's completely different to how Final Fantasy Seven plays, and that's completely different to how Final Fantasy Four plays, and it just keeps reinventing itself. So it's that's how Final Fantasy has stayed relevant for it's like 25 plus year running because it always reinvents itself it's never the same old system same thing with resident evil it starts off with the fixed camera angles moves over to third person which then moves over to first person which then it goes back to a different third person setup like it keeps reinventing itself which keeps it from getting stale but final fantasy 13 was the main entry point for what I think is a lot of people who are into the Final Fantasy series is because it it's basically treated you as like, all right, you haven't probably played a Final Fantasy game before, so we're going to ease you into the formula. That way, if you want to go back and play 7, you want to go out and play 15 or 10 or 12, you can. But here's where, like, if you want to get into the Final Fantasy series... Like that's that's the one thing, the one question that I I get is like, what game should I start on? And that is a whole aspect of like, what kind of story do you like? What kind of gameplay do you like? Do you like grinding? Do you hate grinding? And it, it's it's never a fucking simple answer. But if you've never played a JRPG before or an RPG like a Final Fantasy game before, I'd recommend going into Final Fantasy Thirteen because it's very simple. And from what I hear, because Final Fantasy 13 has two spin-offs, 
13.2 and Lightning Returns. From what I hear, they drastically, uh, I wouldn't say drastically changed, but enhanced the combat. So like Final Fantasy 13 is like a super, is a super stepping stone. And it's like, hey, look, this is easy to get into. And then if you like this, then you can move into 13.2, which is a little more difficult, a little more tactics going on. And then Lightning Returns, which is a, even different. So, but for me, coming from like playing a lot of Final Fantasy games into Baby's first JRPG, it's very daunting in the sense like I feel like I'm just spamming and not actually doing a lot of tactics, even though like there are tactics involved in these combat. It's more that you've been practicing. Like, I and playing beat through Final Fantasy VIII. That that combat more system complex is games. honestly like one of the hardest gameplay systems to get a hold of, because like some people say, oh, Resident of Fate is a very hard combat system. No, I got a hold of Resident of Fate after one like three hour session. Final Fantasy VIII, that is something else. That is a very difficult and like i had to look up videos of how its battle system works because there is so much stuff that they explain to you in a sense and then they explain a new mechanic in which like involves an old mechanic which they described a couple hours ago which now is coming to effect i'm like oh shit i now gotta remember what happened back then and this sort of stuff and it is it's the only one in the series in the entire series of Final Fantasy that acts, that uses this combat system in Final Fantasy VIII. And as I said, it's like very daunting, but if you stick at it, if you enjoy it, then yeah, it's really fun and you can do so much stuff with it. It is also one of the most busted systems if you know what you're doing from the start, because you can straight up make yourself God level within the first couple of hours, if you know how the system works. But that's it, Final Fantasy 13. And it is incredibly linear to begin with. So everyone's like, oh, after 15 hours, the game opens up. I haven't gotten to that point yet. I'm about 13 hours in. Final Fantasy 13 hours in. And uh, yeah, it is literally hallway to hallway with some like paths that you can sort of go out, like very short paths that lead to, oh, if you go down this path, you might find an item. Cool. Little side things you can, you know, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're little you, side things, but yeah, you get rewarded like, for you look you at know, the map exploring a bit. But exploring, I'm um, using the term very loosely. I'm throwing up massive air quotes when I say exploring because it's like, oh, we're going down this path, and there's literally a a path about like ten meters long, like adjacent to it. And you go down that, you get an item at the end, and you go back onto the main path. So, the exploration in the first chunk of the game is non-existent. Like, it's it's not even classified as... It's literally like you're... It's a... I would almost put it as visual novel-esque. Like, you are literally walking from one area, one cutscene to the next. And that's how it, and that's how I sort of treat it. It's like you there are battles along the way, but Final Fantasy 13 mm. has gotten rid of the random encounters. 
it is now there are enemies on the field and you run into them to start the battle um it's something they used in final fantasy 12 as well where they they've gotten rid of random encounters and you just run into enemies um but that as i said like 12 got rid of the random encounters 13 straight up doesn't have the random encounters it's just enemies on the field you can either choose to engage with them if you want or you can walk past them or you can sneak past them now th- there is no reason to not fight these people the only re- the only reason the game ever gives you not to fight everything you see is they go this enemy is just too powerful for you right now this enemy is incredibly powerful and unless you've got some tip-top gear and doing fucking fine with the party you're in do not fight these enemies and the reason i say there is absolutely no reason not to fight everything you see is because at the end of each battle your hp mp and everything gets refilled so in final fantasy if you have a fight the damage you took stays until you heal yourself in final fantasy 13 after every fight they refresh your health and mp and all that sort of stuff take every fight to get xp except they don't have an so xp system well take every they have a chrysalis a crystallism uh it is essentially a level system in which you don't level up a character you level up a paradigm like medic commando saboteur etc etc so you level up your commando you level up your uh ravager etc no any oh, right. that character's so you, ravager you is strong ravager than anyone you don't le- you don't level up a commando or thing across the board you level up that character's commando or that character's paradigm because uh the game doesn't tell you but even though you only have like two people in your party every like after every fight you get like a certain amount of points which are except is, is essentially xp but you get to choose where to spend that xp so even though you have two people in a party and that that party is earning this xp everyone every playable character is earning that xp in the background so i'll be playing as lightning and hope which are two main characters and i'll be taking them for a a rundown and fighting all these enemies and then i'll be taking control of in like another scene i'll be taking control of snow and vanille but snow even though lightning and hope got all this xp snow and vanille would have the sound the same amount of xp but you just have to level them up uh once you get them so each character has their own sort of roles and you, each character's roles are like exclusively for them to upgrade so if i upgrade as i said lightning's commando um snow's commando is not going to get leveled up only lightnings but i will still have the same xp as lightning earned to level up his command so it's essentially it's essentially the same but you get to choose where you level up so i might not want to level up snow's commando level i might want to level up his uh sentinel he's tanking uh paradigm so that's and that's how they sort of deal with it but as i said it there is no reason not to fight every enemy you come across unless the game goes don't don't fight these things and i'm like okay then i i fucking tested my luck 
and it was a grueling fucking mess because you can't run from battles. But here's... Well, I think I could take them. <laughs> and then I'm fighting this actual so fucking fight, tank no, monster, which took them. like 20 minutes oh. for me to just die at the end. Now, dying is is definitely not as bad as it used to be. Because if you die, you literally start from just before that fight. That's it. In fact, the only reason to save is if you're going to turn off the game. Oh. That's it. If you're going to turn off the game, just save. Like, that's, you have save points that you meet, but there are, there are oh. so many. Like, you will run across maybe anywhere up to 8 to 10 save points in a chapter along a linear path. And I said, the only time to save is if you want to turn off the game. Because if you lose to a battle, you literally get brought back to the point, like in Ori in the Blind Forest. Oh no, Ori in the Blind Forest is like, almost like you never made progress. No, you lose the items you use. So if I use a fuck ton of potions, then I don't have potions anymore. It's a retry, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you you respawn at the last save, but yeah, yeah, you exactly. Respawn at the last save, but you still used whatever you use. Yeah, like I was talking about, Are in the Blind Forest is been the weirdest game I've played because of that save system. Yeah, the saving in that game or creating a save point, like you saw in the recording, Kenny. Um, saving in that game a resource costs a bar of your like costs and energy. To create a save point. Yeah. So it actually uses but an in-game resource to save. Um, and then with some upgrades, yeah. it's like when you save, you um, regenerate one HP and all that. As if, but it's a hard save. So when you, yeah. if you die, you respawn back yeah, to the so save. Yeah, so if you gained a level, well, if you, you gained an item and stuff, so you lose any progress. You lose all that. It's almost like a fresh start from that save. Well, fresh starts are not the right term, but it's basically, yeah, forgetting, yeah. And I because by the way, fucking Ori in the Blind Forest is on Game Pass, so I downloaded it. To do it, and so I've got that now. I have to play this. It looks so fun. <laughs> Did a three-hour um, recording, and then you're like, oh goddamn. But yeah, so in final it's fantasy really the cool, battle man. system's like a bit weird now the i the reason why i'm sticking with final fantasy 13 is because i actually dig the story and the story goes as like hey look uh there are two planets there's pulse and cocoon and there was a war between pulse and cocoon now pulse and cocoon have these things called falsies these are essentially gods but they are they're like mechanical gods in a sense so but since they themselves can't do exclusively anything they then brand people to do the job for them to do the mission that they give them for them so if you get branded by a false c you become a lessee which is you've got the brand and you are be giving the most ambiguous fucking objective to do like you literally get like little fucking faded flashbacks about your focus you get faded flashbacks about your focus or faded oh, yes, messages about your focus about and it is a lose-lose scenario whereas 
if you do not complete your focus within a certain time frame, you will become a thief, which is a monster, like an actual fucking monster. And you basically lose all uh, sentience. You're like a mindless zombie. Mm-hmm. And you fucking look like an actual monster. Now, if you complete your objective, you get eternal life. Now, why is that a lose-lose situation? Because you're encased in crystal. You are literally encased in crystal. So their form of eternal life you, is... You yeah, stuck. you you are... Internal, like, eternally encased in crystal. That's it. You're fucking stuck as a crystal. So the falsies use people as to get their objectives done between the war of transgression, they called it. Now, Final Fantasy 13 treats falsies like how the Greeks treated their mythology. They are like. For example, Atlas, the, the man who held up the world or that world on his shoulders. And then you got like, uh, you know, the god of sunlight, etc., etc. So uh, they have falsies in Cocoon, which are like one falsie called Carbuncle is providing food to everybody. It's like a, it's literally like a mechanical god that uh, has like godlike powers to produce like unfathomable amounts of food and crop. And then you have like a false sea, which is literally just the sun. Like it acts as a sun. It gives light and warmth to the people. So that's how they sort of treat it. They sort of treat uh, the false sea like how the Greeks treated their mythology with the gods. And that's pretty fucking cool. And then you've just got like other false sea, which are from Pulse, which is like, hey, look, like th- there is no real... Uh, clear definition of what this false e does. It's just here, and we know it's bad. And the and the pulse false e's are bad because if not like ninety nine percent of the pulse lacies are meant to like attack, cripple, hinder, cocoon in any way, shape, or form. That's why, like uh cocoon treats any lassie as a bad guy now they keep calling them lassies and shit like that essentially they're just magic users that's that's who they hate they hate people who use magic because pulse lassie uh the pulse falsi grants lassies magic and uh things called eidolons which are technically summons but everyone has their own summons so lightning's eidolon is odin as well as uh, Snow's Eidolon is Shiva, but just named differently. So that's how they treat... Like, that world seems, like, pretty fucking interesting. It's like, hey, look, this false sea... Like, these false seas are gods. They're, they're essentially gods amongst us. We don't know how they work or why they are doing it. In fact, like, uh, Hope and Lightning sort of theorize, like, technically we're just their pets. Like, they are feeding us, they're keeping us safe. We're just pets to them. And that's when it's like, fuck, man, that's a bit dire. It's like, at any stage, like, they are at the whims of the foul seas. It's just, for now, they are happy doing what they are doing. And that's why I'm, like, fairly interested in the story of Final Fantasy XIII. That's why I want to see where it goes. Because there's two other games I have to 
beat after Final Fantasy 13, uh, in which I hear a lot of improvements on the main game. So I'm looking forward to that. But right now, um, so there's 13 chapters in Final Fantasy 13. I think I'm up to chapter eight or seven. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the weird thing. It's like chapters one so through six. A bit more than halfway through. They go like that. They're, they're, insta- they're so quick. They're quick and short. And now, like, I've been on chapter seven or eight for, like, a long time. Like, it's been... It's like the chapters are now starting to get some major length to them. Whereas, like, not all my party members have their Eidolons yet. Every... Because my entire party, the style of the game is we get branded by the Pulse Falsy, meaning we're seen as the enemies of Cocoon, but we're given a focus to what we believe is to protect Cocoon. And that's, that's the sort of contrasting thing there. It's like Pulse Lassie uh, always been detrimental to Cocoon. But with how ambiguous our focus was, we also feel like for what the information they've been given is we're meant to protect Cocoon. We don't know why. Uh, the only information we have is Sarah, which is Lightning's sister and snow's fiance and sarah we find sarah in the fucking vestige which is where the false the falsy is and she's like i need you guys to protect cocoon and then turn to crystal which means she's completed her focused completed her focus which means the only information we've seen is of this being called ragnarok we don't know what to do with Ragnarok. We don't know how to deal with Ragnarok or if we should deal with Ragnarok. All knows that's our focus. Ragnarok is our focus. And Ragnarok is this big, gigantic beast monster thing. We don't know how to deal with it, why we have to deal with it, or if, even if we have to deal with it or stop it from doing something. But Sarah said, uh, asked Snow to protect Cocoon, and then she turned to Crystal, which means she's completed her focus which Snow gets the idea that, hey, if she completed her focus and in any way, shape, or form it had to do something with Protect Cocoon, then we have to Protect Cocoon. And that's the only information we've been given. And, and oh, God. It's like, it's, in there, it's like, okay, I understand, but fuck do I hate Snow. Like, not the, not the weather, the character in Final Fantasy XIII. <clears throat> he is the most, like, by-the-numbers, JRPG fucking character there is. He's like, I want to be the hero. You know, I'm going to save Cocoon, and I'm going to have a happy family, and I'm going to... I'm going to literally change my emotions on a dime to fit the scene. Like is what like he the entire time we've seen him he's like yeah let's go save cocoon let's go save the people I'm the hero yada 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 and Snow just straight up just doesn't understand that he killed Hope's mother like because um well like he on the vestige at the beginning of the game Hope's mother volunteered to help Snow and she ends up dying. So which Hope goes, you killed my mother. And for 13 straight hours, Hope is just like, I want to ha- tell him, but I'm scared. 
I'm scared. And then that's why I hate Hope too. Hope's a fucking bitch. Stop being such a whiny bitch. And then he, and then I got up to the part today where he's finally like, you killed my mother. And Snow's just like, God damn it. You know, I try my hardest. You know, I can't save everyone. I just got to keep, like, he just, he's also voiced by fucking Troy Baker. So to see such a talented voice actor, like, talents being wasted on such a generic character oh man hurts me hurts my feelings but yeah so that's me rambling about final fantasy 13 for a bit i will hopefully have completed it by next podcast and give you a rundown of what i felt about it in total but yes that's a that's my experience of final fantasy 13 so far <laughs> well welcome okay. back alex yep Oh, oh yeah, sure. Still awake. Welcome back. Yeah, uh, no, I was I was just enjoying the show. Just uh, good, I good to see them. you feel so strongly about. Hey, it's hope just snow's such snow. a bitch. No, hope's such a bitch. Snow's such a generic character, but I have yet to be proven wrong. Hope is a little kid. Uh, snow I keep is the guy the who wants which to be one the is the little kid and which one's the hobo. He's wearing... He, he looks like a beanie, but it also looks like right, so do, a do-rag. He's wearing like a beanie or some shit, isn't he? I don't know. All right. The fucking do-rag beanie. Fucking he wants make to be a homeless mind. hobo. That's just how Does it is. Does he want to be homeless or a hobo? Anyway, so now that we've uh, discussed Final Fantasy in great detail, let's move yep. on to our news. Because we, we haven't got a lot... But we do have two interesting news articles. Yes, the news. Well, one really interesting, hilarious, and upsetting. And the other one is just like, oh, that kind of sucks. The sucky one. Ah, oh, so... Uh, Let's do that one first. Blizzard held a tournament... No, 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 the hilarious ...recently uh, with Warcraft, Warcraft 3 Reforged. And uh. it was a shit show, to say the least. So, uh, basically, they wanted to reinvigorate the <laughs> World Warcraft 3's competitive uh, yeah. scene by having, like, tournaments, like, professional tournaments going on. And uh, so, this is post-patch fucking Warcraft 3 they're using. And multiple times during big games, games were ended on the spot due to disconnections. So, uh, there would be a fucking, uh, a battle between two people and the game doesn't go, oh, game pause, disconnect. The game goes, no, game's over. They need to restart. Yeah. So they need to restart. Note that there's two, two things about that. One, it was possible to, um... On a disconnect, it was possible in StarCraft yes. 2 to reconnect and from replay a point, from... Yeah. You could restart from a, re- from a replay. Um, the other note is that tournament in hand, basically what happened yeah. is it was a best of three to get into the quarterfinals. Um, I don't remember either of the names... But basically, so there there's... was um, a Korean player who was a very well-known so favorite, Moon, and an underdog from character... Sweden or Poland. 
I don't remember exactly where they were from. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it was one and it was one and one. So there was one game remaining. Um, effectively, a the, lead, the Polish yeah. guy, the underdog, got a decent lead and was pushing in. Um, like the the other player wasn't out. He was defending super well from behind, but he was behind. Um, Disconnected the Finnish guy. Yeah, the game crashed. Oh well, disconnected. So they like not nah, have to rest- have to restart. Um. So they tried it again. They played another one, and once again, uh, he was even further ahead. Like to the point where it sound from from what I saw, mm-hmm. it sounded like he was almost a guaranteed victory. It was like that kind of lead he'd build up, um, and disconnected again so they needed to restart once more and apparently they did something like they changed back no, to the Warcraft they, they classic did. graphics not not fixed, their match but they, they uh, multiple matches where That's, they did revert back to the original graphics still had the dropout but not just not with them still crashed but no it just happened to crash uh, after them but in that third game um Effectively, the third game, uh, the other player won. Um, he managed to get a lead early and then just held onto it and won the game. So there were a lot of people who were pissed off, mm. both because you know they everyone roots for everyone likes an underdog story for one, and when there's two games in a row that he was, like I said, the first one he was winning and the second one he was Just for him to really lose. far ahead and they both got cancelled and restarted. Um, and then the third one on Go fund me for page. him to lose to the point where there has been a... I don't remember if it was a Kickstarter. Yeah, a GoFundMe page for people to um, do and they're going, look, we can't give him the accolades back where they're basically trying to fund and i believe they've already got the yeah they got the funding for it, for it. he's got 865 out of 750 top 16 and top eight yeah they're basically going look we can't give him the accolades and we can't he did, give yeah. him the recognition he of got getting fucked the on this one but we think he deserves something because he kind of just got fucked um and there were Blizzard staff at the tournament and just kind of, you know, Not how do we taking fix questions? This? Well, no, it's it's more that when they're, they're like, well, how do we deal with these? Well, that's it. They, 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 from what they heard, tried reverting of, back to uh, the classic uh, graphics to which it didn't crash in Moon and Four Zane's match, but it still created crashes for other people playing at the event. So it didn't fix it, but it did delay a crash long enough for them to get a round out. So yeah, like the fact that this guy had a small lead in game one and a good lead in game two just for both disconnects to fucking restart the match and then lose. Like, I feel like that gives an advantage to the losing player for the first two matches because now he's seen the tactic now he knows what where to fuck yeah yeah he's he's adapting because it's a big thing on a, in a lot of competitive games adapting to your opponent is 
what makes a difference. And it's why, um, again, the most competitive experience I have, like, watching is fighting games. But it's why there's so much of a huge difference in a, a best of three rather than a best of five. For example, with fighting games, um, people will a lot more frequently go for more niche characters or do more gimmicky things or even in best acknowledge of three, what the fuck's going on in the right amount of time just to before them. it's too late <clears throat> exactly so the simple fact that you know they were 1-1 and they'd both played the, the games and then the two more games that he won by getting an early lead you know the other player adapted to it and look there's nothing against the other player he just mm. went with the ruling and he played to the best of his ability you know that's that's what happened this is this is by no means fault. the competitors because the competitors let's fault. not forget yeah is it let's and not forget an, that this another black this mark this tournament was offline. Warcraft 3 Forge. There was no was, was online, it? like, disconnections. This was disconnecting on a LAN. Yeah. So, to a, have disconnections LAN. like this, have disconnections like this on a this, direct it just connection... just getting better and better. Like, is very telling of the state of the game, especially... Yeah. But, like... If you're getting major disconnections the state of the company. in the offline scenario, like this, this is just what imagine Activision what it's like for the online, where there's more variables in to go wrong, and it's crazy. I don't wanna. But like this, this is this is Activision Blizzard. This is 100% Activision Blizzard. Like people like were like, "Oh, fucking Activision Blizzard! What could like, go I'm wrong? Gonna, this quickly this can go wrong. Because this can always go very wrong." I would wrong. say, um, Fallout seventy six. Let's see when it was released. Two thousand eighteen. Oh, we're going back there. So are we? in the last oh, October. So in the last year and a half, we have seen the three biggest jokes in gaming history. We've seen Fallout seventy six. We've seen Anthem, and now we've seen Warcraft 3 Reforged. I straight up forgot Anthem existed until you brought it up just now. I thought yeah, you were going to say Fallout 76, Stadia, and Warcraft 3 Reforged. Well, the, reason, the reason for that is that... Um, Anthem fell over itself for the first few months and then just kind of went dark and then it's put out a few updates and people jump on it whenever it puts out updates but other than that you know whatever with a Fallout 76 Fortnite is just like that's every generous Fortnite, every week fuck there was a new up? problem and they've slowed down recently <laughs> oh no no yeah. I, was, I was averaging out like at the start it was way <laughs> more often but it slowed down so it's probably on average about a fortnight over its lifespan I, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the Christmas decorations for, or for a second because I yeah, just they're, they're gone. Uh, they're gone today's date is yeah, yeah Friday because the 16th so many, of March 2020 so many yeah, people brought attention to gone? it they're like oh fuck we forgot okay. this oh look there is an update we for forgot Anthem. Kevin <laughs> but yeah so in in gaming Jesus. history 
this is not including the stadia because that is a fucking joke um fallout 76 anthem and warcraft reforged now the one thing that i feel disappointed about which i think is kind of sucky is geforce now have brought out essentially what stadia was trying to do but much better better connectivity better library yada 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 but i haven't looked into it but game publishers are fucking taking their games off in droves from geforce now i am not i am not sure why because i have no, it's, I, I doubt it's to do yeah. with Stadia. I think it would have to do with something with Stadia's GeForce's or NVIDIA's practice in dealing with a... It's either like a market thing or a storefront thing. I highly doubt it's Stadia. Because, as I said, the the, the GeForce is, has been proven that it's significantly uh, better it than Stadia be. in every way. And it's a fucking side project. It's not even NVIDIA's main fucking deal. It's something like, oh, yeah, we decided to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but to Google, everything's a side project, no, no, though, it, so you can't really say, was, like, oh, fucking If they are trying to Stadia put it into a competitive market really and wasn't. push it as far as they could, where NVIDIA's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, here's this. Like, they didn't... They barely advertised. They just went, oh, we've also done this, so go yeah. ahead where stadia is just like like years before this is what we're gonna do this is how it's gonna happen yada 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 you know it's going to be best games game streaming no is like 3d in movies no it's a gimmick it'll pass no one's going to do no, it no actually it, i i reckon it'll once it gets bigger it will actually take off the thing is the market isn't people like us. The market is, you know, people who people work who full time, who have an hour in the afternoon after between their work and their families that they just want to play a game. You know, they've got other investments or they don't have the money to invest in a full gaming PC. You know, once Stadia and shit gets ahead, the ability to play all these high technical requirement games from home is going to be a big draw like i do reckon once this goes ahead for the more casual game it will actually i suspect yeah. it will be a rather big hit but only yeah, once like, the, the technology we the have ground, isn't exactly I there but nvidia have nvidia have mm. pushed it in the right direction i don't think it will i don't think fucking streaming games will ever take off the ground doesn't matter how many people only have an hour to play every single day. That's what consoles are for. People are more likely to buy a console and buy the latest Call of Duty and play with their work well, friends than they are. But to even as much as the play whatever the fuck was, is on they did prove Stadia there was a market. Nvidia, there is a market whatever. for this. It's just Stadia failed to hold up their end of the bargain. There is. I, I wouldn't really say it, there is a well, market that's the thing, for like, it. it is shiny and new. That's all I'm going to attribute to it. Okay. I would say it once if Stadia kept itself up long enough to actually have like a real sort of well, sample no, size could because of they couldn't provide a proper after service. the whole shiny that's and the issue. new um, craze wore off. That's what I said. Like, if, if they could provide a proper service for us to get a proper sample size of 
like the the end of shining. That's why we have the Nvidia. Yeah, we Nvidia have is a successful but streaming service. Stadia fell the only flat. issue we it have failed. with Nvidia now yeah. is that people are taking the games off of the service. But what what's in as to why? I'll have a quick is, look while we discuss yeah, it. Publishers uh, are taking their games off. But I'm, I'm still like, people are more, people will look at the, the long-term sort of deal where it's, you pay $300, like fucking five, five or $600 for a console, $80 for Call of Duty, and then that's it. That you've only got one hour to play. So you just, that that's all you do is you just play Call of Duty or you play Battlefield or you, that that's it. You get oh. whatever your workmates are right. getting. You play whatever your so workmates are playing. So here's why some it. developers have come out you don't and commit said to these games. why they are removing their games from... These are, these are indie developers, but this could lead to a bigger picture. So developer from The Long Dark mm-hmm. has tweeted, Sorry to those who are disappointed you can no longer play The Long Dark on GeForce Now. NVIDIA didn't ask for our permission to put the game on the platform, so we asked it to remove it. Please take your complaints to them, not to us. Okay, that's so. Basically, by the looks of it, that's a whole Nvidia's new kettle of fish. GeForce now is all like we put these games on here. Uh, so th- it's almost like they got an unknowingly res- revenue split that favored heavily in GeForce's favor, and companies are like, some company will companies come out and said, "Hey, look, mm. uh, no, that's that's we didn't ask. Well, you didn't ask us to put the game on here. Yada yada yada." So maybe that's something we'll report on next week when we have more information rather than just a quick Google search. But yeah, yeah. so uh, Warcraft 3 still proves to be a fucking abysmal mess. And what a mess it is. I don't know, I'm getting more enjoyment out of seeing like developers yep. thinking they can nickel and dime and fucking treat player bases however they can just to get fucking their comeuppance. Like, frogs, like... Bioware, their anthem, I wouldn't say as much deserved because Bioware is not a bad company. It's just how they fucking handled anthem. Activision, Blizzard, and um, Bethesda, yeah, fucking go, I, go eat shit, go eat shit. <laughs> fuck them. It's like I'm glad. Oh no, they've Bioware been partnered with EA for a very long time, and they've provided being a they corporate said, very respectable EA. products under EA. It's just yeah. that Anthem was treated. Yeah, they also did Mass Effect One and Two. I which wouldn't are very call Mass Effect products. Three a very respectable product. Mass Effect Three is Mass Effect Three is they not did, even as bad. I would something say happened. because Mass Effect Three came out, then Dragon uh, the Age Origins. The only reason why it's Anthem. very negatively seen upon is two aspects: one, the ending, and two, the fact that the choices you made in the previous two games just didn't really carry over. Now they did, they did carry some aspects over, like if a character doesn't survive matter. in Mass Effect Two, you won't see them in Mass Effect Three. But the decisions you made, which even like developers are like hey we, we, we want the decisions you made to have lasting effects and they do have a lasting effect from mass effect 1 and 2 and they have a smaller effect in mass effect 2 or 3 but not to the degree in which they were like this is what we want so mass effect 3 failed on delivering 
the fact that your choices matter like, even though they delivered some it wasn't to the extent that they were saying and the ending which was literally like everything you've done comes up to literal free colors or shoot star trial and that's it and then they patched in a proper ending much later after the damage was done and even then like that ending you have to fucking work for you gotta work for the money because yeah basically mass effect free you have to do all these side missions to get up like points yeah. for your siege on fuck what are the bad guys called in reapers that's it uh, reapers collectors the collectors work for the, the reapers. reapers and they're in mass effect 2 or the collectors yes Mass yeah, Effect but, uh, yeah, Mass Effect 2. So this no. is this Mass Effect 3's readiness you, thing? You did side missions in the main game. you could only raise up by playing multiplayer? So the more side missions you did to gather an army is basically like army points. You do side missions throughout the entire Mass Effect 3 to get a bigger, bigger army. And if you have like a like over a certain amount of army points, get the Mass Effect ending where you get the explained ending about like, hey, look the universe is safe once again but for how long because the reapers are inevitable yeah inevitability i can't remember what fucking something was oh no we we kind of defeated them but it the reason why they do the thing they they do is because no matter like even with their without their involvement we will still just fucking die they are they are they are essentially preserving life by killing it as retired as that sounds but if they just left us to our own devices we would just kill life and that's it no more life mm. so that's where it becomes like a moral a sort of standpoint it's like hey look these people as much as they're fucking dicks for going about the way they're going about they essentially want to preserve life because if they just left things the way they are then uh then yeah there would be no life to preserve and it's good it, they, it does have good storytelling like Mass Effect 3 is a good story it's just that they made promises they couldn't keep and that's why the game well that's one of the reasons why the game got such a negative reception is because they said things and people expected those things to only get not those things especially with the ending uh, if you played the game when it came out and a lot of people did you got this shit version of the ending, which is, hey, you can either go down this color hole, this color hole, or this color hole, which would give you this color ending, this color ending, this color ending. It's a, and, and it did. <clears throat> yeah. It's like, it felt like one or two things. One, we ran out of fucking money. Much, yeah. This was an expensive project. Or two, we ran out of fucking time. This was a mismanaged project. So, yeah. Or option three, we ran out of money and time. Hey, hey, you because of the mismanaged product. Both. Yeah. Essentially, Anthem in a fucking nutshell. This we ran out of money project. and time because we couldn't decide what the game was until like some fucking vertical slice people came up with the idea for us. <laughs> Ain't that fun? So yeah, Warcraft three, fucking horrendous. Uh, which comes to our last article tonight. Mm -hmm. Uh. GDC has been cancelled and EA is not look e uh, EA E3 is not looking good. So uh so yeah, uh 
GDC, which is the Game yeah. Development Convention. We can thank the coronavirus uh, for this. Game Developers Conference, my bad, uh, has basically come out and said, we don't feel having all, like, these large amount of people in a small environment due to the coronavirus. Let's just... Yeah. What else is it? Um, so here's... Yeah, we think so obviously, like, GDC is... Idea. It is a sort of showcase for games and stuff like that, but for people who are like indie developers, this is like big deal. Like if you're a developer, you would go and you're an indie developer and you're looking for a publisher or someone, you would go to GDC to find someone and just set up pitch meetings and try and get your game published. So the fact that this has been canceled is massive for indie developers. Like they, like obviously like, if they have set if they have set up a meeting beforehand then obviously you'll be rescheduled to something else it's, it's gonna but really some people just don't have that ability to sort of set up they don't have the connections they just have to go in and like here's our product will you give us the time of day so gdc has been cancelled uh which means e3 is not looking so good uh e3 organizers said they are modern hmm? yeah so E3 organizers came out no, and said we not. are monitoring and evaluating the situation. No, uh, no, it is situation, not. It is not looking very good. Uh, because they are holding it in Los Angeles, and Los Angeles has declared it a health emergency. See, they did come out and say, like, hey, look, so, we, yep. E3 yeah, is going ahead, quote-unquote, moving full speed ahead with plan, despite the concerns. Um, but, yeah as of fucking a couple days ago uh los angeles has declared a state of emergency prompting the esa to release an update statement saying that it is continuing to monitor the situation uh the health and safety of our attendees exhibitors partners and staff is on top priority while the esa continue to plan for a safe and successful e3 show in june we are monitoring and evaluation the monitoring and evaluating the situation daily so uh it's they well that's the thing like it is being held in los angeles and they have declared a state emergency because they're getting a fuck ton more uh confirmed cases and a couple more deaths uh here's another one uh e3 team and partners continue to monitor the covid19 via the centers of disease control and prevention and the world health organization we are accessing we're actively assessing the latest information and will continue to develop measures to further reduce health risks at the show so they are basically going on saying the show is a go ahead we're just taking great care in how things happen um but uh it's not really up to the show planners of e3 it is really up to the uh city of los angeles all the people who manage the city of los angeles go yeah this is not happening and as that situations could change like it could get better it could get worse up in los angeles Mm. so yeah e3 doubt it Jesus Angeles, Christ, a fucking, no, they're not hole. shitting in the streets. Like, people are shitting in the streets. It's uh, You're probably thinking of Detroit. Is that San Francisco I'm thinking about then? No, it's not Detroit. It's it's a city that starts with San. 
and there are people actually <laughs> shitting in the streets. They have an entire the cleaning crew dedicated to human feces. So yeah, uh, so that's the one thing. Like, if E three gets cancelled physically. American does that mean E3 is cancelled for this year entirely or does that mean they're just going to I feel like cancelling the event in a short time period would lead to no E3 this year San Francisco San Francisco it is San Francisco oh great San Francisco's uh, public poop problem is worse than ever (laughs) Yeah, uh, there is actually a human Jesus feces Christ. map people are to show people that. where the hot it's like a heat map. <laughs> where, where <laughs> instead of red, is. it's brown. This gets darker and darker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So through Los Angeles under the Added bus there, but no, it was San Francisco that um that is covered in human shit at the moment. Not exactly. So greatest, you know, hey, health in are. America, not exactly. Uh, not exactly the greatest. Well, um, in that yeah, Australia well, that might become like that toilet if people paper situation. taking all the fucking toilet paper. Yeah. My, st- like, my stores are three fucking stores. Like, all right, three so goddamn those stores in the way Australia, home, every single one of which, them. Which, you know, if you are outside Australia and you don't know the situation, I don't actually understand why you wouldn't know because it's such a fucking stupid situation that no one would let this shit slide. Pun intended. Now, uh, Australia has just gone fucking bark raving mad over mm-hmm. toilet paper. See, well, obviously, like, perishables and stuff is they You don't want to get perishables. You just want to get long, long life food. Now, the funny thing is, like, my brother already did this kind of shopping, like, before coronavirus even came to Australia. So we don't need to worry about toilet paper. We don't need to worry about dry foods. We already had that ages ago. But, uh, and now people are fucking, I can't get a hold of this. I can't get a hold of that. And it's like, was it piss poor preparation? I can't fucking remember. But yeah, fucking plan ahead, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, some people walk into the shop fucking taking literal like hundreds of rolls of toilet paper. Like, I don't know how, how long they think I don't know how long they think a uh, epidemic you, would you affect. You don't need that many. Like, like going through a twenty-four pack of toilet paper is an ordeal. That takes time. But uh, people are literally getting on that. Like, that takes like commitment. Diarrhea is a symptom. I don't know if it is or not. But I fucking wouldn't be surprised. It's a flu yeah. that kills her. It, it's it's not dire. It's 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 a mm. the coronavirus but is yeah, the flu so that kills EA, you. EA, E3 could be cancelled. No di- there's no uh, GDC is cancelled. Uh, so be looking for future information. Man, I, I don't. I at the same time, E3 is Man, losing their. Uh, how do I put it? Their. Uh, well, they're, they're losing. What's relevance? That's it. Losing E3 relevance. This year is going to be. E3 was meant to be the biggest shit. Like ev- all the big players would come to E3 yeah. and show off their latest technology and uh, yeah. games and stuff like that. 
but now like sony xbox and uh, nintendo and you know all the big companies are sort of doing their own thing like as i said sony's not coming to e3 this year again because they still got their own stuff uh, even though xbox had their own stuff they are still going to e3 but looking at it like the from what i've seen or heard and seen uh, attendance of e3 is going down and down and down and down so yeah yeah and it has been for the last few years and just more people are pulling out like it's not gonna now that you can stream e3 that's what e3 used to be only for games unless you're like like it was not it was the the fact that games journalists stopped like more and more games journalists stopped attending e3 is why they opened it to the public to make it still commercially viable because they weren't making the money anymore like yeah big companies fucking dealing out fat stacks of cash for not a lot of people attending there's no point to that's why the e3 event holders are going let's just open it to the public and even then like first year public were going fucking frothing out the mouth like mutt dogs over it second year is like yeah, yeah okay that's fine and then it went downhill from there so it's like the, the last line of attendance was let's just open it up to everyone mm-hmm. and then if not a lot of people are still attending if it's open to everyone then you either need to sell the tickets cheaper make it more affordable to hold or just cancel it altogether yeah like i i like e3 just because it gives me a chance to fucking yeah. see what's on the horizon and I like it for the indie section to see, like, you know, what all the independents are doing. I What I what I reckon is killing E3 is the excessive advertisement. Like, how many no, times that's did... Game, like, that's the Game We Awards. watched it together last year. Fucking... Yeah, how Game Awards had fucking Stadia, Stadia ads left, right, and center. There? It's like, Game Stadia. Oh, was that the Game Awards? Oh, yeah, the Game Awards see, sponsored by fucking Stadia and anti-vaping. With, with stuff like E3... Hmm partially because we're in australia and it starts at like 3 a.m here half the time but i Mm. don't actually think i've ever watched any of the e3 streams i just wait till it goes through and then watch the vods so i can just skip through to the bits i'm interested in which are basically you did watch an e3 stream with uh with me and jordan we uh, we did the nintendo was no it wasn't the nintendo one no there was one that uh, was it was only it was yumi it was yumi and jordan the three of us were at uni at the time and it was the due mm. in the middle of class was when the E3 presentation was happening, so we just put it up on a second monitor and just watched it as we did work. Oh, that made sense. That would have been our diploma, right? Yeah, that was the diploma. Yeah, no, it must have been because I remember that because I coded our entire fucking doing group all the heavy and lifting. everyone else. So that's why I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, Jen was the, uh, was the yeah, anti-programmer like, in a team full of artists. The one reason why I like watching E3 live, yeah. and it's probably the yeah. only main reason, is for the surprise. Because, like, when... I think it was last year, we pretty much, me and Alex pretty much watched all the E3 things live, but I think I missed one. And when you see, like, the VODs cut up, they're like... Uh, this announced and it's like oh okay this is announced 
the surprise is already gone in the title but you're still interested to see it but watching it live on e3 is like you you kind of go what is this what's this and then you the fucking the light bulb lights up the cogs start turning and like resident evil 2 remake and you just fucking pop the fuck off like that that is a good feeling yeah yeah so yeah, yeah and then like, right that's, after that's that, my reason why I Neo watch two, E3 live, but I'm not going to fucking kill myself trying to see a live VOD yep. or try to see it live. I'm just going to, like, if I can watch it, then I will, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Like, if E3, like, if a presentation started in, like, mm. 20 minutes... Uh, we did last uh, year. I'd turn it on while oh, we recording we basically the podcast, win a and then we just turned it into a long-ass E3 podcast. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah that's uh yeah that's uh, we'll, we'll probably do the same thing again this year if e3 goes that's ahead that's it news done everything done so yep yeah. so what have we got Ooh. going up on the channel let's have a fucking quick squeeze uh oh, yeah. death strandings being uploaded we did uh, a, a gssb on the Pokemon. final fantasy 7 remake uh, demo that came death out stranding. yeah that's one yeah uh, made a fucking was it a meme video of Dark yep. Souls one that, parrying that happened yep that was fun that is a fucking yep um, and it's not up yet mm. but me and Kenny just started doing a playthrough of Ori in the Blind Forest um, is it it's probably it's it's right. yeah yeah, yeah. We, we talked it yeah we checked out it next week on the 11th yeah, remember we checked that. We checked yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, is We're it like, already oh, out? Yeah. No, it comes like out March 11th now. I'm like, that Ooh. doesn't sound right. That's in the past. Yeah. I'm definitely, like, what I've seen of Orient Blind Forest is definitely really fun. Really so I downloaded it on, game, on the Game Pass, yeah, but uh, I'm not going to play past the area. Jaden played past. I'm just going to play up to the area we played up to. And then, uh, basically, kind of, yeah. It is an essential you guide. Using, using Jaden's playthrough as a guide. Oh no, that that doesn't work like that. I, mean, I tried to use that Resident Evil. It gives you, gives you some insight the into Resident the remake, remake, but it does not help you with the did, remake. Did did not work. <laughs> that did not work. Yeah. So yeah, that's on our yeah. YouTube channel. Oh, I plays at exclamation point with the Monochrome Australia. I'm not going to make that mistake again. And yeah, we'll catch you guys on next week. <laughs> Penis and balls. Uh, yeah. Catch you guys. And see ya. From the White Australia policy. <laughs> <laughs>